Welcome to Young Creative Hustlers, a podcast for artists who want to learn ways to make a living by what they love to do. I'm Josh Williams, a musician and filmmaker, among other things, and I'm looking to do the same. Join me on my journey as I talk with other creatives and share my story about how to be a young creative hustler. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Young Creative Hustlers. I have a very special guest with me today. He is Aaron Cole. He's a 20-year-old, exceptionally talented rapper, singer, songwriter. He signed to Goatee Records and he's charted on the Billboard. He's created numerous EPs and he is now releasing his full album, which will be out by the time you hear this. So I, I've seen him in concert three times, well, two and a half, <laughs> and I can say that he puts on an incredible show. Aaron, welcome to the show, man. Hey, appreciate you, bro. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man. It was cool. I got to see you at Sunrise uh, Festival in Virginia Beach. Um, okay. My, yeah. Me and my band had played like the day, the day after you had performed. So it was really cool yeah. just to see you perform, man. You have like a presence, dude. Like I could tell you've been, you've been practicing for a while, man. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite song quote is, I just got to do what I got to do. Yup. That's probably like, hey. that's a banger. So, <laughs> Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. So I kind of <laughs> want to get into the, to the, to the meat. So yeah. when did your music journey begin? Yeah. Um. All right, cool. So. I started rapping when I was three. Whoa. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, my dad had a studio back in our hometown, Bristol, Virginia. Um, and uh, just different artists would come in and out of the studio. And uh, like me just looking up to my dad and like everyone that was around, like I just sat into the sessions. And so um, my uncle was actually a Christian rapper. And so like every one of his sessions I was in, yeah, uh, I started mocking like my uncle's lyrics and like repeating them back to him or whatever at three. Yeah. Uh, um, they decided to give me like this, you know, little rap or whatever. And uh, yeah, I just kind of like worked from there. And so from like three to seven, like I did, I did like three projects, like just in the hometown or whatever. And mm -hmm. um, was writing, recording and doing shows at churches and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Grinding, like performing at chicken dinners and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. You know chicken what I'm saying? Dinner, I love it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so then my uncle, he was he was the one like mainly writing all my stuff because I was so young. Mm -hmm. uh, he like moved away, um, and I had twin boys, got married, all that stuff, and so I was just like, all right, I'm gonna be a regular kid. So I was just going to school. I did shows like when church asked me and stuff like that, but like I didn't really like work on music. And so then I got to middle school. I was about twelve at this time. Um, I, I got like saved for myself. I felt yeah. like. Um, because I grew up in a Christian home. Um, so like I said, I was always doing Christian rap, but, um, like it was real to me at 12, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I was going to school. I kind of, I kind of got picked on for being a good kid. And I was like, I don't even know I'm a good kid. Like, why am I even, <laughs> a good, you know what I'm saying? That kind of yeah. thing. So I just went home and, you know, my pops and my mom was just telling me how like, you know, um, God's just called me for a greater purpose and I'm peculiar and all that, you know, just watering me with the word. And so, um, that's when I gave my life to Christ in my room. And then, uh, yeah, that's when I like figured out that this was my calling, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, from then it was like every day I was just grinding, working on my craft. Um, yeah, just trying to get it. So then, um, when I was 14, just like two years later, um, I started making noise like in my area, like even more. And, uh, uh, I got connected with these two dudes. Long story short, we went on this tour um, <laughs> and I, I was kind of the headliner or whatever. By the end of the tour, somehow we ended up being a group, right? Yeah. So 
it was a group for about a year. And like, and then, of course, I didn't want to be a group at all at the beginning. I was like, nah. <laughs> finally, I was just like, all right, let's do it. So yeah. he was in a group uh, for about a year. Um, that lasted for a year. And then um, I remember I was kind of upset because um, from that group, I think God was just teaching me like anything that I put, that I get myself into, like, I got to put my all into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had I had put everything into that group. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. was banking on the group, like, making it like, oh, this is the group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so uh, when that junk didn't happen, I was, like, crushed. And uh, I remember my dad was hurt, too, because um, he was, like, driving the van, like, all that stuff. Mm. So um, I remember I went in there. Uh, my dad called me into the living room for my room. And he was like, I need you to go in your room. I need you to write me a hit. And uh, I'm 15 at the time, so yeah, <laughs> I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> so I go in my room, I write this song called 15 is New 15. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, that's actually the project that uh, Toby heard. Um, there was this guy in my hometown that was kind of like mutual friends with Toby and my dad. And that's Toby uh, Mac, guys, just so you know, Toby Mac. Yeah, Toby Mac, yeah. And so um, he was like mutual friends. This guy was like mutual friends with Toby and my dad. And, uh, like, this whole time I was doing music, he was like, yeah, 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 I'm going to give it to Toby. But, like, never would. You know what I'm saying? You know how that goes. <laughs> I was like, one guy. Yeah, I got you, bro. Nah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So He actually came through. Okay. So I gave him that project the next day. Toby was in the car and heard, heard him in the CD play, whatever, and called me. And, uh, yeah, from there, just started a journey. Like, I just went through this whole, like, artist development process and, like, mm. it was really just – uh, challenging my character, challenging, you know what I'm saying? Like, even professionally, like, what I did with my music and stuff like that. And I was just constantly doing shows, constantly in the studio. Yeah. And then finally, um, that's when Right On Time came out. And then mm. it just, like, took yep. off. So, yeah. yeah. I think that was the one of the first songs I heard from you was Right On Time. Right, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, bro. So we'll come back to Toby because, you know, everybody's going to hear about that. But when <laughs> did you – was there a moment where you realized, okay, I can make a living – from making music or is it just kind of like, man, you were just grinding from the beginning. Yeah. When I turned 12, I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. it. Ain't no plan B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I like, it was like, I, I was playing basketball. Like basketball wasn't like a thing. Like it was like, yo, I was nice in basketball. I can do I can basketball. Or, uh, I was like, Oh yeah, I can, I can do this, whatever. And, uh, but then I, I got to high school and, uh, when I got to high school, like, Mind you, every summer, I'm like, I'm in the gym, you know what I'm saying? Shooting, like, getting, getting ready for the next year. Like, basketball was, like, dead. Like, I, I breathed basketball for a minute. Yeah. And when I got to high school, and, I, you know, I got even more serious in high school, and I went on that first tour. It was that summer I went on that whole tour. So then I came back, you know, I was rusty. So it was like, it was like, oh, man, like, it's just showing me that music is the way to go, you know what I'm saying? Because it was yeah. like, it just came out every summer after that. Like I was, I was doing shows. I was doing shows like that. And so when that definitely, when that happened, I was like, ain't no plan B. Like, and there was a period of time of where I was like in that like artist development process. So where I was like, man, is this not even going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Cause right. I was, I had started working at the boys and girls club um, just to make some money. Cause I was doing shows, but not like enough to have some money, but you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, I was working at the Boys and Girls Club, still doing shows, doing doing whatever, trying to, you know, figure it out. And uh yeah, God bless me when the right on time came. So yeah. 
Um, yeah, bro. That's awesome, man. So, like, you got the attention of Toby, right? What What do you think record labels are looking for? I know, obviously, being signed to a record label is not the only way to go. But if if you are, as an artist, looking to get signed, like, what do you think they're looking for? Yeah. Um. So, I was. let me say this first. So... If I knew what I knew now, I probably wouldn't have signed a record deal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just because I I love Goatee, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm probably going to be on here for a while, you know? Yeah. I love where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. Um, but I'm just saying, like, a label a label is like a bank. It's like, you know what I'm saying? They loan you money, they, and they, like, they provide you relationships. Um, and so... Uh, if you can be independent and still make a noise, uh, it's like, that's, that's the way to go. You like, mm-hmm. you hire a team uh, and like, you know what I'm saying? You just work in house, you know what I'm saying? Like, and grind and do it yourself, like social media it out, like all that stuff. Uh, um, because it's like, it's, it's even a different time from when I started coming up. So like, like you were saying, do what I got to do. If I can be honest, like those days, it was like, I feel like, even though that wasn't too long ago, yeah. I feel like during that time, it was a whole nother time than it is now. Like then it like, you had to have like a little cosign or something to like help you go up. Yeah. Now it's like, if you hot, you hot and you make a dope song that can go viral, it's going viral. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the the world and I was just different. Like, I mean, you see it with the Popeye's junk. It's like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, some people yeah. people get people get some like a hold of something that's hot. Mm-hmm. And so you out of here. You know what I'm saying? So um it's just about consistency, being persistent and uh like just keep it going. But if you really, really just want to sign up, be on a record label, um I think record labels now are more so just looking for people that already got stuff going on for them anyway. Yeah. So okay. it's like, it's all about, it's all about grinding at the end of the day. It's all about just staying consistent because there's so many talented people. It's like, you say you do music yourself. It's like, I'm sure like you talented too. Like there's a bunch of talented people. Like I feel like every, a lot of the fans that I meet, like do music, do something. So it's yeah. like, there's a lot of talented people in the world. But if I'm being honest, like now nowadays labels don't just care about talent. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's consistency over talent, like okay. a long shot. Consistency over talent. So it's like how how you know diligent are you being and working and grinding and you know what I'm saying and like your relationship with God. Like I feel like that shows too. Like and what you're what you're doing, what you're projecting off. So well, yeah, that's good. So with the consistency, what are some things that artists should be doing consistently? Is it like, should I be putting out songs? I know last year was cold season, which was like, what, a song every month or every two weeks? A song every two weeks. Yeah, which was crazy, man. I was like, yo. That was hard. So what what things should artists be doing, man? Um, Yeah, so um, I can just tell you what I was doing um, consistently for a while, for like a few years. Um, I would wake up. Um, I would get in my word, um, read the Bible, and then I would uh, I would go outside and I would run. I had this big old hill outside of my house. Mm-hmm. I would run this hill, and as I ran my hill, I would wrap my set while I was running this hill. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would do that all the way through my set. And then when I got done with my set, I would perform my set in the middle of the road like I was on stage. So I did that consistently 
every day for like two years. Whoa. Um, okay. So that's something like consistently of like just doing reps and you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Being, being like prepared, like that takes away nervousness that takes away everything. Like when you're ready to like perform and all that stuff. So I was like, done because I was doing that. It was like, that took away all nerves, anything that I had, because it was like, I was prepared for this. I was doing this at home. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, so now it's just like second nature. It's like, I can add a song and be like, boom, I'm adding it in here. Boom. Kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's like, I've did it so much consistently and like reps too. It's like at the stage, at the stage I was at like a few years ago, it was like, I was doing any kind of shows. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Whether I was taking love offerings, whatever, like I was just grinding. I was doing shows. Like I said, Chicken dinners, bro. Everything, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, uh, yeah, bro. So, um, so yeah, that's 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 the thing on the shows, and and I mean, bro. To be honest, like I was writing every day, like anytime. I yeah, was, I heard that your dad said, uh, uh, "Not by chance." The documentary was like when you were 13, you had to write a song every day, like every day, every day. It was like for a month. It was like a challenge. He was like, "Yeah, write a song every day." And it was tough because it, it got it got about like the second week and it was like, all right, well, I ain't living enough life to be like, you know, <laughs> writing another song. So oh um, man. Song, but you know, I, got, I got it done. So now, like it, like like I said in the documentary, now it's like I can go in the studio and it's like if I don't finish a song that day, I'm mad. Like you can ask anybody that like that work with me, Derek Cole, it's like, nah, we gotta finish, bro. Like we ain't we ain't leaving until we finish, you feel me? Stuff. Uh, that's that's kind of how I am now. That's like a different mindset from a lot of artists I know. Not throwing shade. Oh at anybody. yeah, yeah. So I'm just figuring this out now. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. So someone asked me on my Instagram. They was like, "What was the hardest song from the album that it like that it took to make?" And I said, "Flashback," which is the one I got one K few um, because it took me it took me four days to write that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somebody <laughs> somebody told me that's a flex. Oh like, no, four days. Yeah, right, right. They were the like, rest of us like bro. they were like, that's a flex. And I was like, what you mean? I was like, I was like, that's not normal. And it was like, bro, it takes people like months to write a song. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, like I never knew that. You know what I'm saying? Like I was mm-hmm. I was used to just like knocking them out in a day. Oh, I did this today. This is what I did today. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, like that was the longest song. Everything else was like in a day, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, so I respect that. So yeah, bro. So that was another thing consistently had to do. But everybody don't work like that. So yeah. it's like if you don't want to write every day, you don't have to. But I de- it's definitely like made my writing better and mm-hmm. made all that better. Cause it's like even I had got off of that for a while, and like even doing the do rag code Tuesdays that I do now, it's like that's even got my pen like better because it's consistently every week I'm mm-hmm. writing a new verse. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. and you're yeah. using that and creating content out of it, right. which is right. great. Okay. Right, content. That's why I'm saying consistency, consistency about it. Yeah. So, so would yeah. you recommend artists create kind of like a hashtag like you did with Do Rag Cold Tuesdays, or kind of um, something that keeps people coming back? This, this something. I mean, it don't even have to be that. It could be a vlog. It can be, you know, what I'm saying just, just as long as you're posting and as long as you're staying consistent and engaged. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we're all figuring it out. So it's like I'm still yeah. trying to figure out how to, you know, engage with my fans more and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. but definitely like content, content creator is the main thing when it comes mm. to this. Um, so, yeah. So what kind of, what, for the, for the younger artists out there that are just getting into this, what kind of revenue streams are available as a music artist? Like, do they have, do I have to have to go on tour? Like, do I need to be selling yeah. CDs out my car? Like, 
what are those revenue streams to build? Yeah. Um, so when if you're just trying to be like a, if you're trying to be an artist, like kind of like what I'm doing, where you you know you making music, doing shows and stuff like that, you make your money, especially on a label. If you're on a label, you make your money from tours and merch. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Cause um, my label puts up the money for my music. Right. So they get they get that on the back end, like the money from the music. And then when all that's recouped, that's when I start getting money from, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, so that's that's where I make my money from. Um and uh I'm I'm starting to develop other revenue streams of like, you know, clothing line or real estate and all that stuff, because I mean it's important to have multiple you know, streams of income or whatever. Um, but that's the two main streams, uh, touring and merch. Uh, and so, um, but there, but there's also like, you can, um, if you, you know, build relationships, there's a, there's a way that you can make money just doing sync songs. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just making, if you don't know what sync is, sync is just like music that they use for TV shows and sports and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, getting building relationships can you can find you like a good little thing of where you just like making making songs for sync you get your money like that and you just keep it going you know what i'm saying yeah uh, uh, yeah this um that's the main thing is when it comes to making money from music but if you're independent like i said you're making money from all the streams you're making money from all the purchases plus touring plus merch mm-hmm. um and you know i'm just making from touring and merch and stuff so yeah gotcha man that's a, that's a good answer bro i appreciate that yeah no doubt so you've collaborated with Toby Mac, Derek Minor, and like other popular artists in the Christian hip hop industry. Um, yeah. How do you collaborate with artists that might be bigger than you are? Like, how do you approach people for collaboration? You know, that may be at another level. Usually it's just relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I was cool with Derek and I was just doing my thing. And Derek was like, oh, yeah, we got to work. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just grinding. And then, you know, yeah. I'm on Toby's label. So, of course, Toby's like, yeah, let's get it in. So, it's more it's more relationships. Like, I I usually don't hit up people like, oh, let's work. I'm more like, let's build. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. I build. And we we both, like, vibe with each other's stuff. That's when I, you know, work with people. Like, everybody on my album is, like, I rocks with heavy. So, it's like, mm-hmm. I got one k few on the album. I got uh, yeah, that's my guy. And then I got um, um, this girl named Chastity out of Sacramento. Like she was, she was from um, one of my homies, JG, that connected me, uh, connected us or whatever. And so um, that it was like I, it was off of love for my homie JG. And I heard her. I was like, now we cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then my boy Evan Ford from Evan and Eric. It's like we've been cool for forever. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, you know, Caleb was on my first project. Got uh, we got no choice. And then Derek, and then, you know what I'm saying, Mattel, like, I knew all these dudes before, like, you know, I was even where I'm at, wherever they were, where they're at. So yeah. it's like, it's collaborations all about relationships, for sure. And also just, like you said, like, putting out that consistent work so that people actually see you and see that you're doing work. You're not just another, you know, rapper out here. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's definitely, it's like. That's all it came from. It's just like staying consistent and being like, oh, yeah, like I see you doing your thing. So, you know, that's how I do it, too. It's like I know a lot of people right now that's coming up, you know, even under me that like, you know, I've been seeing grinding for a while. And like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's work. You know what I'm saying? Let's work now. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. what's uh, what's one of the most important things that you've learned from music industry veterans, kind of like Toby? Because Toby, I I remember you said this on the interview with Wado, but like Toby has been in the game for a while, a long time. 
yeah. what's something that you learned from him or from other people that you've met along the way? I think, I think, bro, the biggest thing is humility that I've learned from all the people that's, you know, um, high up. Like, humility is the thing that's going to take you the long haul. You know what I'm saying? Humility and relationships. Because it's like, man, like, people are not going to work with you if you're, you know, butthole. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lack of a better word. Like, people are not going to work with you if you, you know, like that. So, um, it's like, that's like, yo, Toby's one of the humblest dudes I know. Derek's one of the humblest dudes I know. It's like all the people that's in the positions like of high up, like they're 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 you know they they practice humility and uh, yeah. even if they feel themselves you know getting a bit of pride or whatever, like they check themselves like yo, yeah I was tripping, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, uh, one of the biggest things. So gotcha. So what's your new project about, man? I mean, I know, but our listeners need to know what is yeah. Not By Chance about? Not By Chance. Um, so, yeah, man, um, I think it's three parts to Not By Chance. Um, the, f- the first part is just like, man, like I, you just heard my whole story of like what it took to even get to where I'm at today. Um, and uh, like all the work, all the grind to get me here, it's not by chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not here by chance. I'm here, you know, by all the hard work and, you know, dedication I put into this. And on top of that, um, God's grace, you know what I'm saying? So it's not by chance, by his grace, you know? Um, and so that was that was the second part, not by chance, by his grace, because it's like none of this I can do without, you know, God and like, you know, his, you know, his favor, because, you know, everything that I'm doing right now is all for the glory of him. So, um, yeah, not by chance, by his grace. And then uh, the last piece um, I just feel like, you know, me being one, the only hip hop artist on Goatee, uh, and uh, two, uh, I don't know, it's just it's just me. Like I've I've always kind of been like this this outsider, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, I only only certain people like rocks with me, you know what I'm saying? And like support kind of what I'm doing. And so I that used to get to me. I was like, oh, why are you know? this person not posting myself. Why is this person not rocking with me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <clears throat> I'm just learning, bro, that like, you know, God don't care about none of that. You feel me? Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> God don't care about none of that. And like, you know, he just showed me, bro, that he's called me to be set apart. And uh, it's not by chance that he made me who I am. So yeah. like, even like each, each one of us, it's like, there's, it's not by chance that he made Josh, Josh, you feel me? Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so um, that's that's the that's what the whole album is about. It's just man, like one, like just hearing my stories of like the things that I battle with, um, and like just real life. It's like man, it's I just want you to know like the place that I'm at right now is not just by chance. It's like mm. by God's grace. It's by God hard work and uh, like all the things that God orchestrated. Like God orchestrated for me to be where I'm at right now with all the lessons with all the things that you know. Um, I'm dealing with it. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. So uh, what's one thing that you would recommend for artists to do? Like they're just getting started on their music journey. Like, should they focus on writing? Should they focus on like content, like focus on getting out songs? But what's one thing you would recommend for artists to do to start that hustle? Yeah. I mean, I think it's about getting hot. So writing, like getting, getting, a, getting dope songs, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That'd be the thing I focus on. Cause you get dope songs. It's like, that's when you're going to get booked. That's when people are going to start paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. When people 
I want to work with you. So I start saying that you dope, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, I, I think that's where I would start. I'd be like, yo, I got to get hot. Like, I got to get my bars crazy. I got to get my hooks on another level, relatable, you know what I'm saying? So, right. um, yeah, I think I would start there. Okay, cool, man. And where can everyone listen and check out Not By Chance or follow you and find yeah. you? Yeah, Not By Chance comes out in two Woo! Less than 48 hours, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be everywhere. Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, um, Pandora, Google Play, SoundCloud, all everything. of them. Everything. We're going to be on there. So you're probably about to sell out the album release concert. Let's like, go. Tomorrow. Got about like two tickets left. So yes. And um, it's, it's about to be crazy. So I'm excited for the season. and guys called me to do so yeah, yeah bro that's awesome make sure you come to hampton roads man come back soon yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> yes sir man i got so much out of that episode i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did um super fun to have aaron cole on the show make sure you check out his work and if you enjoyed this podcast please just leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts and help spread the word if you have anybody that you want me to feature on the show, just email youngcreativehustlers at gmail.com and I'd love to take a look at their work or your work. And we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.